Welcome to Heroes of the Hydranian Way. Heroes of the Hydranian Way is a live play datacast that explores adventures set in sorcerous space games, caverns, and crate dragons. Currently, this group of podcasters are playing Search for the Skyhopper C. Cav named it. This is episode two. Right. Cav named it. And this game is called Cav. Cav is the GM for this adventure. Uh, and. I almost said this cat. This cat is called Barrowin. <laughs> Just devolved. My brain's not working. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm Barrowin, and I'm playing Noara, the uh, Togruta Axe person. Very good. Girl. Yes. Being. Is that your title? Axe person, girl being. Yes. That's what the people of Noara's village are called. Person, girl being. Um. I'm Billy, playing Blurin Blaffa, who would be a bow person, male being. Pastrano, go! I understand, I'm just trying... I'm right. I... I... I don't... Do you, though? I'm trying so hard. (laughs) I'm I'm Pastrano. And I am portraying a fictional character named Gruul, who is a staff. No, I can't do that. I'm sorry, I forgot all of it. Um, I, he is he is he is a he's a Deveronian, uh, sort of fire wizard, Ooh. male male being, I think. Well done, Vistrano. Thank you. And I'm Freebo, who's playing Tesklar. A Trendoshan who's been stabbed by a mean old Mandalorian. But I'm still standing. Inexplicably. As is this Mandalorian thanks to daily physical training. It's a very useful thing, daily physical training. Or so I've been told. Ah, don't mind Cav. Cav, should should you be drinking near your your technical equipment? Oh, Cav is fine, Cav. K3, no, no, no. Over there. No. Okay, no, no. Say, can you, can you, uh, okay. Cav, we are already recording. I think you might want to to get it going. Oh yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. Cav just had a small incident in uh, in Cav's quarters. Cav, do you need me to bring you towels? It it is very tiring being a parent. You're telling so me. So when last we we left off, the the party was standing inside of a mine tunnel having beat back the Mandalorian, who seems to have some manner of interest in Kurok, the Nautilin barbarian, normally portrayed by Burin, who is not here at the moment. So, the party has a moment to catch their breath. Now, there's one question that these datacasters did not get to last time. The party has been attempting to explore these mines for a little while, and besides the Mandalorian, Vrebo, what went wrong? Well, see, we found the Skyhopper, but the Skyhopper was half inside the wall of this cavern. Cat likes that. So then, the, the party presently knows where the Skyhopper is, but lacked the means to procure it. Exactly. Very well. So, the party is standing in the hallway of this mine shaft. Do mine shafts have hallways? A tunnel, very well. The party is standing in a tunnel. What would the party I mean, like hallway is not really the word you'd use for, um, for a tunnel like that. Um, well, if we can find the Salonians who dug this tunnel, I think we can probably... Had it already been established that a Salonian had built this tunnel? Get some information from them. That seems remarkably presumptuous. I mean, who else builds tunnels? Geonosians. Those don't sound like a thing. They used to be. I knew of Geonosian, but yeah. I would like to make certain that Korok is well, and perhaps we should come back once we have proper... Mining equipment? Well, well, Blurin, Karak begins to to speak. The party is here now, and, well, the party is in a mine. 
Perhaps there is mining equipment here that the party might use to retrieve the sword. Hey, Cav. Yes, Barrowin. Um, can I roll lore to see if I know something more about why the sword might be in the wall? <gasps> Very well. Perhaps it is like a myth! Well, no, it's real. We saw it. But, I mean, in the... Never mind. So, Cav will give Barrowin a boost because... The, the sword has had some history. However, the base difficulty of this check will be a hard three purple. Okay, it'll be fine. Noara knows a lot of lore from the songs that she knows. Which might be about myths. Aha! Uh, so, Cav, I rolled four successes and one threat. Very good. The, the listeners should, should know, since, uh, since Cab did not have uh, all of the answers uh, ahead of time, Cab is, is improvising somewhat. So, from what Nawara was able to determine during Nawara's cursory inspection of the site, the wall folding over the sword appears to have been some degree of defense mechanism. Now, Nawara does not believe it is from the sword itself, but rather an outside force that has sealed it there. An outside force utilizing magic. Okay, well, then we should uh, find a way to out-magic that magic. I, I do not have magic. But Gruul does. Gruul is really good at magic. And Cav will bank that threat. What does, what does that mean, Cav? Sometimes when playing this game. There will be triggering conditions when perhaps enough threat or a despair is rolled. And thus, rather than giving Nawara a strain for thinking, which seems quite silly to Cav. She's very clever. I don't think it would mess her up. Cav agrees. And thus, Cav will simply move that threat over towards a a future event that might trigger because of accumulated threat. I've got it. Sorry, I was going over my sheet because I knew that I must have something for this situation because I had prepared this character for any any scenario. And I did say right here, written down in this section, that I had created a power potion and that would make somebody else stronger. So if we give it to the strongest person, then they can probably get the sword out. That is something the party can certainly try. So then, would the party like to move deeper into the mines to arrive back at the sword's location? Well, now that the Mandalorian's gone, I think we should probably do that, yeah. Very well. Uh, which party member is in the lead? In terms of who's winning? <laughs> as in, as in who, who is, who is uh, leading the group? Oh, well, it should probably be who's, you know, the smartest. Should it be the smartest or should it be the strongest? Nawara will be in front. Very well. So Nawara is at the front of the party. Cav would like a survival check to navigate these tunnels. So I was correct. Since the party has already been to this location, Cav will set the difficulty at just two purple difficulty dice. However, a setback die because the, the path the party took while fleeing the Mandalorian was less carefully chosen. Also, we did partially collapse part of it. Cav, uh, Nawara got one success and two advantage. So, Nawara has no difficulty in avoiding, in, in avoiding the, the various dangers that lie within these mines, if Nawara so wishes. However... While well, the party is moving quite quite stealthy through through the tunnels and is able to avoid this if they wish, uh, the party does notice a disturbing sight uh, down one of the uh, down one of the tunnels. The party hears what sounds like, well, eating, and in the the dim light provided by the whatever fading lanterns still remain lit in these tunnels, the party can see three shapes hunched over another shape on the ground. All seem humanoid by their silhouette. And then Bear went, or yes, and then 
Nawara has two advantages as well to spend for the navigation. So we can resolve that either after the the party decides what to do about these, whatever the party is saying, or uh, or may use them now, perhaps involving the same. Could could I use them to get closer uh, quietly? Absolutely. Cav will not require a role in that case. So Nawara is trying to get a closer look at these beings. Yes. As Nawara creeps closer. The, the beings seem quite focused on their meal, and Nawara notices a Weequay down on the ground who is no longer moving, which is perhaps a blessing, as the Weequay has been opened up. And there are three, three beings that seem... They seem as, they, as if they may have been sentient at one point, but... Something is wrong with these sentient beings. Something is deeply wrong. These beings' skin is sagging, and on these beings there and on these beings there are cuts and scratches that do not bleed. And these beings are tearing into this Weequay's body and feasting upon its internals. Betor Cav? Yes. This is quite disturbing. Are you feeling well? Cav is alright. Very well. I did not know this was something unusual. There, there are monsters in this game, Billy. Sometimes the party will encounter them. The, the world is not always a nice place. I do think that it, it might have been the a good book? idea to, at the beginning of our recording, have, have warned potential listeners about the gruesome things that you were to depict. Not to nitpick. Sorry, you're you're the. On an unrelated note, Astrano, do you have any psychiatric experience? A, a little, you know, when with I when Gand. I work. With, oh well. Mm. The scan is not insulting. Is does the rest of the party know about this stuff, or is it just Barowin's character that knows? The entire party saw the silhouettes, although Novara was the one who. It, approached quietly to get a closer look. Does this perhaps then mean that we must wait for Nawara to inform us as to the disturbing events further down the way? I prepare harp dirge! Can we see this? So is Nawara playing music now? Momentarily. Can we see Nawara preparing the music? I'm sure it will startle the creatures so much that they will uh, be off their guard. It's a very clever plan. Nawara is a clever character. Alternately, it will notify them of our, of our position, and they shall come do gruesome things to our characters. They'll be so thoroughly stunned. I don't believe that's... I... Betor Barrowin, perhaps this is not the wisest course of action? It's fine. Nawara knows what she's doing. You you are Noir. If Noir's gonna do this, we probably should go try and save Noir. But I don't think that we know that she's going to do that. I think that we're going to be completely caught unaware. Does Noir play Noir's harp? Uh yes. Bloodsong Bloodsong and I uh fill the caverns with um like or something else like a dirge. A slow what is the song? purpose of this song? Is is Nawara performing a spell, perhaps, or is Nawara attempting to to frighten these creatures, or is Nawara attempting to draw their attention? Nawara is setting the tone for our character's untimely demise. This will be um, this will be a curse. Very good. So then, uh, so then, Nawara will take two strain for casting a spell. All right. Yep. And then, what sort of effects would Nawara like to add to this curse? Well, in addition to the base curse effect, um, you said there were three of them? Yes. I think I will just add the additional target modifier, which will uh, put this at four purples. But it will affect two targets and maybe more than that if I get advantage. Very good. Cav would like to remind the party that the party has story points. Use story points. I will use a story point. 
While Berowin is determining how best to get us killed, are our characters also allowed to make some sort of action? I am readying my great axe. Berowin will be starting this situation, and then this may become an initiative roll. <laughs> wow. That was a harp sound. I do not believe that's what a harp sounds like. Well, Kev. An admiral endeavor. Kev, I succeed with three successes and a five threat. So, here is what will, will occur. So, Barrowin has successfully cursed two of them. That is what Kev was double-checking, yes. Has successfully cursed two of these three beings, which will lower their ability... Uh, it will subtract an ability die from any checks that these beings might make. However, Barrowin did generate five threat. So, these three beings stop their feasting, turn towards Nuwara, and will Cav will spend two of those threat to have these beings, this minion group, move to engage... Cav mm, will burn four for two free maneuvers to go from medium to Ooh. engage with Nuwara. And the final threat will be a strain on Nawara as uh, these creatures begin to approach. And then Cav would like initiative check after Cav remembers to reset the initiative pool. Nawara has no regrets. I need to get my, my mental state in the correct position for this uh, visualization of this fight. Are th They are in a sort of offshoot shaft of this main shaft, correct? Or are they on the path that we need to be going down? Correct. They are not on the path that the party needs to travel to reach the sword. This could this could have been avoided. And have. I suppose it is too late for that now. Are we rolling vigilance or this is vigilance, not cool. Yes, this is vigilance. I hope we're rolling cool. At least I hope I'm rolling cool. Can I roll cool? That is okay. I rolled cool. Given Nawara did start this off. The party has three initiative slots before these creatures will go, and then one more party member will go after that. So, this could be any member of the party, including Nawara. These creatures have approached, have entered engage range with Nawara. All of the party saw these events transpiring, heard the dirge, and are now able to act. Would it be all right? With everybody, if uh, I attack them. We were unable to stop you from playing your harp, so you might as well engage them. I, I do not believe these would be paying customers. Now, what will Nawara be attacking these beings with? Blood song, her axe, which is also her harp. So Nawara flips it around and swings it mightily at these beings. That's correct. She spins it over her head. And mind, this axe is about as big as she is, I think. Um. Well, I don't know. How tall are Tegruda? I believe they are technically a form of average. They've all seemed kind of short to me, except for their but I, I... head things. Like for insights. Which beings are defining this average? The way average works, Cav. I, I mean, I think math defines average, Cav. Cav does not believe that all the beings in the galaxy have been taken into consideration when determining average size. Think of the Ugnaughts. Think of the Toydarians. Think of the Chandra Fan. Think of the Gand. Even Bothans are known to be quite tiny. What's a Bothan? Vribo's never met a Bothan. I've just, I've heard of them, but I've just never seen any. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a Bothan. Bothans are very fuzzy. But not like Barrowin fuzzy. <laughs> slightly different. And tiny. No, you're just making things up. Are they, though? Are they? The, the, the Scandus met. That does Bothans sound fictional. <laughs> <laughs> it at the very least sounds thoroughly not canon anymore. The scan thought Barrowin was there. Billy is feeling very attacked for reasons unexplained. <laughs> mm, I'm ring a bell. Curse Barrowin's lack of perception. So, this will be a melee heavy check. Nawara versus simply two purple. Get the rackles. Okay, so here we go. Cav? Yes. That's going to be eight damage, pierce two, and a critical injury. Okay. Cav would like to know how Nawara dispatches two of these beings. 
Well, the first one that comes within, uh, just within reach of Bloodsong is swiftly and smoothly decapitated as she seizes the the axe in the uh, attacking configuration and swings into the group. And the next one... I'm uncertain as to the logistics of this weapon. This game is confounding at times. But it's also a harp? It's a, it's a really big axe, Billy, with a harp on it. What, I, what's hard I'm to also, understand? I would also like to, to point out that I think Billy is correct. This game makes very little sense. We, Freebo's fictional character, did a great deal of damage to that other bloke, and and he and he was still standing. And this absurd musical instrument weapon has just dispatched two creatures in one go. Well, maybe Nawara is just more dangerous than that Mandalorian. Well, but well, you see, Vistrano, these beings are what or Vrebo. is known as minions. Minions are quite easily dispatched. Yes, like stormtroopers. Exactly. When has Rebo slain stormtroopers? I mean, not Whereas, that easily, though. The Mandalorian is what is known as a nemesis. The Mandalorian is not meant to be so easily defeated. The Mandalorian is a powerful warrior. Currently a very badly injured powerful warrior. Good job, Rebo. Thank you. So, is there anything else Berwin wants to do with... Noara's turn. Oh, well, and then she, uh, Noara buries the, the head of Bloodsong in, in the chest cavity of the next one. Because I only got to describe one of them dying. You said two. And then Noara still has access to maneuvers. Uh, Noara will mm. shout for the rest of the group, since they're not here yet, to back her up. But she'll she'll stay in engaged range to keep killing these things um, when she gets a chance again. And uh, as an incidental, she'll take a second wind and recover two strain. May I make an observation briefly? Yes, Billy. I feel that for previously le- previous levels of um, reticence in playing this game, Barrowin is quite familiar with terminology. Cav has made Barrowin play more than the one time before. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm also kind of used to having to uh, be the responsible one. Well, I'm afraid I'm a bit remiss. I had already set up my next uh, set of actions, assuming there were going to be three foes. And and now what I was going to do makes very little sense. So I think I shall defer to somebody else. Never underestimate a small Togeruta with a large axe. I I shall not in the future. So there is one... One enemy being in front of Noara, and two more members of the party may act before it. Uh, how far away are they? Short range at this point, since the beings had moved up to engage Noara. Billy, if you want to go. I, I do not believe they will respond well to flattery or deception. Um... If you would like to engage them in a more physical discussion... Well, Billy... Billy should recall that... That, uh, Blurin has weapons. I suppose this is true. I... I... I did... I did equip, um... A hand crossbow, I believe? It's like a blaster, but it shoots... Sticks. Yes, it shoots simple projectiles. Oh, like a like a slug thrower, but not metal. Yes, but more primitive than that. Ooh, like a and if we go by the logic that this game has uh, showed so far, you shooting a stick should do considerably more damage than the Trandoshan. Yay! <laughs> no, 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 Freebo. This game does not feel Vistrano is understanding the spirit of this game. I apologize, Vistrano. I, I feel we are much in the same position, but we must try as best we can, I suppose. Cav can always play this game with Cav's children. I'm not having a bad time. I thought a little bit of, you know, ribbing might... You're right, I apologize. The scan apologizes. The scan is just very tired. Do I need to get closer? No, at present Blurin is at short range to these beings. However, because Nawara is currently engaged with them, there is the potential... Or... And covered in blood. What? 
Covered in their blood. Yes, yes covered, covered in their, their blood. blood. They don't bleed. That was previously mentioned. Uh, if you smash them hard enough, apparently they bleed. I guess, I suppose they could splatter. So, the difficulty of this check would be one red since there is a potential that that blurred may hit Noara. I shall endeavor not to injure you, Noara. I've pulled a pickering, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse, Kev? It, it is... If you'll forgive the expression, it is from the days at the Sabak table. There was a fellow who had notoriously um, transient luck. So, what did... Uh, what were Blurin's results? That would be to advantage with no success, which I believe is a failure. That is correct. So, Blurin's stick misses the remaining being. However, something advantageous still occurs because of this action. Perhaps the stick... Get stuck in the hop so we can no longer... Never mind, sorry. That was probably rude. Sorry, Barrowin. I I believe that perhaps the the stick strikes the stone of the wall in such a way that causes a distraction for the... I I believe uh, that Vrebo referred to them as rack ghouls. Uh, so that the rack ghoul is... That is not an inaccurate comparison. I, I would not know, but... Um, a distraction and a boost to the next attack. Very well. On our side, our attack. Of Good course. Us. So, a boost is being passed along. Who would like to go Well, next? I think it should be probably fun to shoot, shoot some more fire if... Uh, Yes, yes, go, go ahead. If Freebo didn't want to go. All right, then. Uh, so I should like my character to lift up his magic bone staff and, and shoot a firebolt at the last remaining creature. At present, the range is only short. However, as previously mentioned, Nawara is engaged. And thus, Gruul uh, will be rolling against one red die. Oh, that's one of the very hard ones, isn't it? Yes, there is the potential for despair. Well, that's a very suboptimal move, so I don't think I would do that, actually. It's just one die. Go for it. Are you sure, Captain? He'll be fine. If I... If... Um, this was before your time, but I've been shot by a friend in real life. The Gand apologized. can take it in a game. The Gand apologized for that. The Gand has been practicing. What well, your level of tolerance for what was going to get someone thrown out of the ship did seem to be low, so I wanted to ensure that if I harmed your character that I wasn't in threat of that. They they talk about that all the time, but they actually don't throw people out that much. Except for that one guy and it was in space, so... I, I will endeavor not to harm your fictional character. This scan shoots one Salonian one time. <laughs> this scan crashes one ship twelve times. <laughs> and this scan never hears the end of it. Uh, that's why we took some lessons. Well, well, Berwin does have a rather handy tally. Uh, Cat did flip a story point, and thus will add a purple as well to Gruul's check. So you're just angry at me. <laughs> you are mad that I made that joke earlier. What? This scan is not mad. This scan is fine. I don't believe you. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be rolling my Arcana against your your red and your purple. That is correct. But I also had the boost from before. Correct. All right. I've got all the dice. And, oh, I, I, I believe that I have uh, been successful in my endeavor. Indeed. For the listener's benefit, what were, uh, what was Vestrana's results? Well, the symbols on the, your, your colored cubes indicate that I have uh, received uh, five uh, successful symbols and two uh, advantageous ones. Yes, so now Vistrano should look at the base damage of that particular spell that Vistrano cast. Oh, that base damage is eight. And then add in the number of successes. Each one is worth a point of damage as well. Oh, so that that, that would be 13. Yes. Gruul thoroughly incinerates this remaining being. A pile of ashes, all that remains, 
and Nomura is left unharmed. Now, uh, casting that spell did cost uh, Gruul two strain. However, Gruul also rolled two advantages, which could be spent to recover strain. I think that I should like to do that. Very good. So, the party is out of combat. The party has dispatched these beings. What would the party like to do next? Investigate the area where the poor weak way is. Cooler discipline checks to uh. Oh yeah, that too. Yes, please. Of course, of I course. Mean, I was thinking of doing an athletics. Trip. This game apologizes, but also most K and K game masters forget that rule. It seems like a dreadfully useful rule. Maybe that's why they forget it. Indeed, <laughs> except for poor Rebo. I have no need to roll. Because I had a very good time. I've not done anything of use or note, so I have no need to roll either. So the party would like to investigate the site of the weak way. Is the party investigating the area more or the body more? Well, I think we can take both of them if we split up. Very well. To investigate the area will be a perception test. To investigate the body will be a medicine test. To investigate the body with medicine... The base difficulty will be two purple difficulty dice, along with two setback dice due to the damage sustained. To investigate the area will be one setback die due to the low lighting conditions of this area, and then will also be a two purple difficulty die check. Well, a Noara will be much better at looking around the room, um, and I can see in the dark, so uh, I figure she can too. That is not how this game works. Oh. I thought it made sense, Barrowin. Thank you, Billy. Uh, I will help. But we are portraying these characters. All of these characters that this Gand is playing do not have, you know, all of these beings have lungs. But these characters are being portrayed by us. So there's a certain amount of cross-contamination, one would say, so that... We know things that perhaps our characters would not know, such as Rebo knowing that these creatures were, were rat ghouls. That is an assumption on Rebo's part. Or rather, for... Because Dis- Disclar perhaps does not know. Well, who wants to look around the room with me? I will. Do you have any ranks in perception? I have one. Well, Disclar has one. Uh, what's your kind? Three. Disclar. Okay, so we'll use my cunning and uh, your rings. Noara is a very clever is she? individual. Uh, of course, Berwin. Uh You said two purples and a setback? Yes. Okay, you don't get a roll anymore <laughs> for group checks. I had, I had some successes before. Um, regrettably, Noara and Desclar fail to adequately search the room, but we do have an advantage. So the pair are somewhat distracted by the gore from this engagement and do not detect any dis- any discernible clues. However... Kev? Yes? Are you saying the uh, two characters with enormous axes are <laughs> thrown off by the <laughs> by the level of blood and Viscera. Perhaps the blood is concealing other facts. Perhaps you slipped in it. Okay. There were no threat, otherwise Cav would totally do. However, Noara did gain one advantage. What would Noara like to do with it? Uh, any ideas, Sklar? No, not really. Uh, in that case, maybe we can just find some detail that is helpful to examining the weak way, since the rest of the group will be doing that, I, I guess. Very well. Is that what the rest of the group is doing? Billy, I I did not create this character with any ranks in medicine, so I do am you not have that. Very no. I I'm I'm sorry, I'm not able to fulfill this capacity. Uh perhaps we should just go back to the sword? Well this is awkward. I think that makes sense. Let's go back to the sword. We'll go back to the sword. They can play in the blood. Okay. In that case, since uh, since Pastrano and Billy are not making a roll, is there something else Barrowin would like to do with that advantage? Um, well, I uh, I think it's fair that maybe the Weequay dropped his credit pouch. That is fair. There are 20 dragons inside. Awesome. We will uh, split them 
just two ways. So Gruul and Blurin have advanced further down the, the tunnel without... Where, where is where is Karak? Karak is around. Karak is... is uh, would you like Karak to come with with Gruul and Blurin? Oh, does Karak have ranks in medicine? No. I, fi- I find this highly unlikely. Karak was more designed to hit things. I, I don't remember if there was an axe, but Karak was definitely more violent than... Yes, well, you know, physicians are very useful and in, in small supply sometimes. Doesn't Cav know it? But yes, Korok should should be with us. Very well. Korok has been strangely silent for Korok throughout this adventure, especially since the Mandalorian's appearance. I will ask Korok if Korok is discomfited by the Mandalorian's appearance. Korok did not expect Korok's past to show up in quite so dangerous a fashion. Krok supposes Krok should have known better. Were you angry that we dispatched your boyfriend? <laughs> Paramore, maybe. That, that Mandalorian is is not Krok's boyfriend, but this Nautilin and that Mandalorian were betrothed. Were you angry that we dispatched your Betrothed. Blurin will make a face. Blurin will make make an, a f- will frown. No, no, no. Croc is not disappointed by that. Just Croc is is concerned. Croc is not so certain that that Mandalorian will not reappear. Well, Blurin will place a hand on Croc's shoulder and smile. Yes, Croc does not need to be concerned. Why are we speaking like Cav? Have you noticed that this is a thing that happens after an extended period of time in a conversation? Oh, it's incredibly contagious. I did not know that was possible. I'm not even biologic. How do I catch things? It is a Mimi? Cav can't help it if Cav is helping the rest of the crew to speak properly. I am working on upgrading my translation protocols. Hopefully that won't be a problem for much longer. But that would be a shame. It's a charming affectation. Does Vestrano really think so? Of course. See? Cat told K1. By Gectimus. So, Kurok smiles back at Blurin. Kurok does not have to worry. I will take care of Kurok. Kurok thanks Blurin. Perhaps the three members of the party here should continue. The party has a sword to retrieve. Yes, we should do this. Blurin will lead the way. Is there some sort of cube roll that that my character could make to determine whether or not no you know that's absurd never mind what well it seemed as if there might have been tension there and i, and I but i realized that my character is actually not very good at, at understanding social uh things such as that so i don't actually know that my character would, would pick up on anything that, that, like that does not mean that doesn't mean the strato can't make a roll i think i should like to i think there's something fascinating going on there so, Cav likes to have, when roles are directed at other party members, Cav likes the party member in question to, to decide what the difficulty might be. So, given that Verin is not here, Billy, what do, how difficult do you think it would be for Gruul to gain some information about Blurin and Croc's relationship? Oh! Is that the intent here? I think so. I suppose it would be... How do the mechanics work, Cap? Betor Cav? Although this is not, not, a, not a deceptive tactic, Cav feels that perhaps Krok and Blurin are not being especially obvious about this, and thus Cav would like to make it a vigilance check. As Cav remembers the difference between Genesis and another game. <laughs> Don't mind, Cav. I was unaware that this company had published multiple gaming systems. Many. Indeed. Um, There's even one where you get to turn into crate dragons, but it didn't get it didn't succeed for very long. Crate dragons? Cav really liked that one. I I would say it is 
relatively easy, but not obvious. So perhaps then the appropriate difficulty would be an easy difficulty. So one purple, so there is still opposition, but not a great deal. Well, that's good, because my character is, is not very good at this. Well, Pastrano, look at Gruul's willpower. Oh, I understand that, but I, I, I had assumed that I would be using the statistic labeled cunning to determine something that was of a social nature. No, vigilance is a willpower skill. Oh, let me select the correct, the correct cubes. So, I believe that means that I have uh, succeeded twice with... That one means um a, a threat. Correct. Billy, what does Gruel determine? Gruel would ascertain that there is clearly further connection than casual friendship between the two. Then in that case, I think before we proceed on to the sword, Gruel would turn around to the two of them and then state, Well, you know, I do not think the Mandalorian is too far behind us. We could finish him off for good. That might solve a lot of problems for the two of you. It might, uh, Kronk says. Meanwhile, what are Nawara and Tesslar up to? Well, I imagine we've realized that we are, uh, alone, so we should probably try to find the rest of our group. That does sound like a good idea. Very well. Cav will not require a role to rejoin the party. So the, the pair catch up to the remainder of the party right after that exchange. Ooh, revenge. Yes. Tesclar wants revenge. And the crew was concerned about Cav. So, the party arrives at the Skyhopper sword, presently embedded up to the hilt in the cavern wall. There are no beings around the sword at present. Could we actually ever go collect mining equipment? No. <laughs> no, the party did not. <laughs> the particular wall where the party found the sword is in somewhat of a larger chamber. We couldn't find any. No, it's fine. Uh, there, there are some number of crates and other equipment in the area. Did we ever try to pull the sword out when we were here before? Or were we interrupted? Tisclar gave it a decent attempt at the time. However, there was mention of a power potion. That might change things. That was my idea from before. That I would give the strongest member of our, of our fictional character party this power potion, which my character had crafted with the uh, skill of alchemy. And it makes you stronger. Is that what the party would like to attempt? I can also help by uh, playing a, a heroic, inspiring... Dirge. <laughs> is is that the only musical term that Barrowin knows? It's the only one that feels right for any of these occasions. I mean, I'm not gonna. You don't you don't play an aria when you're murdering dudes. No, but Captain, I think that if you're trying to inspire someone to to a great a feat of, of strength and and heroics, then, then a, a dirge might not be the most appropriate. Hey, Tisclar, what uh, what kind of music do you like? Do you like, like, hardcore cool stuff that, like, has a driving beat and makes you feel epic? Or do you like, like, chamber music? Those are your only two choices. <laughs> Anything by the dragon snakes. <laughs> I like the driving beat. Dirge it is. So, <laughs> so if you know any Trandoshan opera, that would be perfect. Nope. Dirge it is. So, is, is that a spell, Nawara? It'll be a verse spell, yeah. Is is Nawara attempting to augment, perhaps? That's correct. Uh, Cav. Uh, yes, Vistrano. Well, I had wanted to know whether or not the, the dirge's effects were going to um, work in, I, I guess I would say, stack alongside with the, the effects of the power potion. This seems a good question. Cab doesn't see why not. Perfect. So, Berwin, please make Berwin's roll first. Okay, I don't see any reason to add any uh, extra things to this one. I just, I just want 
one target to get that extra bonus. Now Nora will take two string for casting a spell. Yep. But she can second wind once an encounter, so it's fine. Oh, I did look at that. Sure. That did look handy. Considering Noara ended up with only nine strain <laughs> threshold. Well, the squire only has ten. <laughs> Guess we should have brought some sort of physician along. Uh, do you mind if I use a story point? What's, what's our story point at right now? Uh, we have more than one. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Yes. Uh, Cav wishes that perhaps the story point pool was rolled at the beginning of a session, but alas. Well, it seems that Dirge was the uh, wrong musical selection as Noara produces only one failure. So she just jams out in the corner. So is Gruul giving Tisklar the power potion? Yes, yes, I... Uh, I, I think that, Vribo, with your permission, um, I would hand this item off to your character. Oh, thank you. That would be wonderful. So so what I have in the datapad that this, this item does is that it increases uh, brawn by one. Ooh, that's a big plus. It's a single, uh, single advance, though. So, when Tesquar consumes this potion, what does it taste like, Gruul? Well, I imagine, Gov, that this particular potion would probably taste, well, since it's power potion, I think that it's probably made out of things that are not particularly uh, delicious. Maybe uh, it might have a slight uh, metallic taste and, and I think spicy. Metallic and spicy and slightly unpleasant. Well, at least the potion tasted decent. Unlike the music, totally needed to be opera. So, Tesquare is feeling quite a good deal stronger now. What would Tesquare like to do with that newfound strength? Try and pull the sword from the wall? Very good. This will be an athletics test, Remo. Okay. Versus a red and three purple. After Cap flipped that story. Might I suggest that you... Take advantage of our story points. Oh, yes. Most certainly. I have great faith in you. Cav will give Freebo a, a boost. Since Freebo has attempted this once before, Freebo has a slightly better idea of what to do. Why, thank you. And sorry, would you please repeat the difficulty? Uh, one red and three purple. Before Freebo, you, you throw down all your colorful cubes. Cough. I have this this strange talent listed um, called Brilliant, and and I was curious if, because it says uh, once per session, you may spend, oh no, I think I would have to also spend a story point. Drat. My my idea had been that um, it, it sort of adds a, a sort of a burst of intellect, and I thought that maybe if, if I had gone up to the sword and, and coached him with the right angle, I thought that would be the most advantageous to pull it out, that I might be able to assist in some way. Could I, could um, I be I encouraging? falls within the parameters of the as, rules as, of the situation. As is to us. Oh. Perhaps with a leadership check? Or did, uh, or did Billy have something else in mind? Noara is not very proper at all, just generally speaking. Noara has, however, removed herself from the circumstance by becoming rather entertained in her own melody. On a side note, I dare say I should have mentioned before that I provide heightened awareness. Oh. Don't worry, Billy. That could come up shortly. Well, I do think that Gruul could be argued as being proper, because they are very vain about their appearance and their clothing, and they wear very nice things. I will leave it to, uh, the Grekmarn, and I will roll- What? How difficult would you say this is? This would just be a two-purple leadership check to- Help inspire. I am untrained in leadership, but I do have some significant presence. Wonderful. So I, I have encouraged Sklar to do well. Yes, in fact, Cav, off of four successes and one advantage, Cav will award Rebo with three additional boost dice. To answer Vastrano's earlier question, Brilliant really requires Rule to be making the check. Yes, I understand that. I, I read that part halfway through I was while I was speaking. <laughs> yes. So is uh, Tisklar ready to make Tisklar's check? Uh, yes. So that will be you. 
two yellow and three green going against oh and the three blue the three boost one yellow three green you mean four green no two yellow three green two yellow three green yes sorry cav misheard yes two yellow three green and three boost against three purple and one red well four boosts because cav had already awarded a boost before the leadership roll uh I must have misheard you. Awesome. And... You can do it, Freebo. That was a truly ridiculous amount of dice. Uh, I know, it took so long for them to stop rolling. How, how many spilled onto the floor? Well, thankfully, I was able to catch them before they actually hit the floor, but I then just re-rolled them onto the desk, so... Very good. What are Freebo's results? The end result is six successes and two advantage. Hurrah! So, with a burst of strength, Tisquar pulls the sword from the wall. It is quite difficult, and the wall offers up a great deal of resistance. However, with the, with the combined effects of the power potion and the very inspiring words of blurring, the sword begins to pull free from the wall. But as it does so, as Cav spends this story point, the the wall that the sword was previously embedded into uh, is cracking and fissuring. And as the sword comes free, the, the wall collapses down and the party sees a large, previously sleeping form, a large, scaled form, as the party sees, sealed away behind this wall, with this sword, is a crate dragon. A crate dragon that is beginning to wake up. I was right. Carve is trying to kill our fictional characters. One more time tonight, Cav would like a vigilance roll for initiative. I do not believe that, that we should engage this creature directly. Um, previous wisdom I have heard uh, dictates that you should lure it outside with Bantha and then mine it. The one party member will get to act first, followed by the dragon. Then the rest of the party will get to act. Who wishes to go first? Well, we are in a very unfortunate situation, but... My character does have smoke bomb files. If we uh, obfuscate our current situation, that might help us against the initial onslaught. Vestrana makes sense. So then Gruul is going to throw a smoke vial? With the permission of, of everyone else. I believe this to be a wise choice. Perhaps we should not even stay to fight. Perhaps we should leave? I think that seems very sensible. Uh, Cav will give the, the drawing and throwing of this smoke bomb vial, smoke bomb vial to Vistrano for one maneuver. And as the vial breaks on the cavern floor, a great deal of smoke emits from it, granting two setback dice worth of concealment that will, uh, will affect both the dragon and the party. Now, Gruul still has another maneuver, or an action gruel could take. Well, I do have two smoke bomb vials. If I throw another one, is that better? Cav will allow it to create four setback dice worth of concealment. I think that sounds fantastic. I would like to throw the second one as well. Very well. A great deal of smoke is now filling this cavern chamber. Excellent. Is there anything else Vestrana would like to do in Vestrana's turn? I can do more than that. I, I think I think Gruul would run. I'm sorry. I just think that that is... That makes the most sense. Well, Gruul cannot run since Gruul's already taken two maneuvers. That is unfortunate. Gruul could take two strain in order to um, turn one of those maneuvers into an extra one and then retain Gruul's action. Or Gruul can simply prepare to run on Gruul's next turn. Yes. The second one. Very well. Next up is the dragon. The dragon starts to breathe in deeply as it awakens and smell its its prey. And the dragon is then going to breathe outward 
And he, 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 yes, 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 Kaywar. Oh, yes, the, the dragon, of course, has lungs. Yes. And the smoke may also affect the dragon. Thank you, K1. I was about to indicate that. Cat forgets about these things. So, so the dragon is going to uh, then breathe forward flame as a ranged attack. Uh, I think we should be using a story point to make it harder on the dragon to hit things and us. This seems advisable. Very good thought, Rebo. I'm okay with that. The, the dragon is uh, is rolling two yellow dice, one green, versus two purple, a red, and five setback dice. The dragon rolled two failure, an advantage, and a despair. Now, the dragon, mostly this flame hits rock wall, and the smoke throws off the dragon's aim, and the party is able to scatter out of the way and not take any damage. Can creep dragons breathe fire? Well, not real ones. In this, they can. Suspension of disbelief. Ah, yes, yes. Now, the Fiction. despair the party gets to spend. So something very bad has happened to this dragon as a result of this action. Perhaps as it struggled to breathe, it shuddered or, or shifted and collided with the wall, which was already unstable and caused a cave-in so that we may have a better opportunity to evacuate. Very well. Cav likes that idea. So the the walls start to collapse in, back in on the dragon. However, as Cav spends this story point, this is having some ramifications on the area. And the cavern is starting to collapse. Cav would like a two-purple athletics check from all party members, to see if they can escape this cavern. The Sklar will, uh, was able to roll four successes and two advantage. It would like to pass that two advantage on to someone else to like, hurry them on the way. Nawara is falling behind with one failure. I'm, I'm afraid that Gruul has, has undergone uh, two, two failures uh, in this situation. So the party has in total from what Cav can see here, five successes, and then three failure. So what Cav is going to say, uh, poor Blurin is going to take two strain from this this run, from this effort, as well as uh, both Nawara and Gruul will suffer three strain as well. However, Tisklar and Tisklar's victory, having acquired the sword, and with the aid of the power potion, is able to assist the pair in fleeing this cavern, perhaps even going as far as to pick one of them up (laughs) and carry them to safety. And as the party runs back out into daylight, the cavern crashing down behind them, breathing heavily. That that is correct, yes. It's breathing heavily. The crew, or the crew, the party looks up and sees the Mandalorian drawing his sword and, what, 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 Cav, Cav is in the middle of the, Cav, what, what, Berwin, it it appears the crew has a package, some beings, something is going on. Yes, there is a small wrapped package that is being delivered to the sky on fire. I will answer the door. The crew is a package. That's very unfortunate. Cav, I really wanted to assassinate that Mandalorian. Cav would like to give Vistrano that, that pleasure, but it looks like perhaps uh, the crew will have to pick this up at a later time. A- unless that is more biscuits? Sadly, no, this is not biscuits. This looks to be a data pad. Opening it up, it looks like there is a data pad inside with a flimsy plast. A note that's been attached to the back of it. And the datapad itself reads, Hunter of Masked Prey Required. Lucrative contract for individuals and groups of sufficient skill and reputation. IPKC optional. Provide contact information and qualifications to Herf Nern 4-768 Auric. And the flimsy plast is reading, 
call this with a sign V underneath. This crew are bounty hunters of great renown. Perhaps, perhaps the crew should call that comm number? It is Barrowin's ship, perhaps. Betor Barrowin should be the one to... Seems like a decent lead. Okay, I'll, I'll dial. Yeah, when you call that number, you're greeted by a spinning uh, triangle of the Zon Consortium snake. Uh, soon is replaced by the visage of a poised Pantoran woman with blue skin and dark hair. Her voice is somewhat melodic. And as she sees who is calling, okay. you can see her smile a little. Greetings. It's been a long time since that... Oh, I see there's another of you there. I'm Venlana. I'm, contacting... I'm contacting you on behalf of the Zon Consortium and... We're experiencing shipping losses that exceed our projections. These challenges to our bottom line are due to some pirates, or, well, rather, one pirate in particular. And we would like to contract you as part of our program of loss prevention. Should you be interested, please meet with me on the plant of Seleucami in the city of Teleucima. And then she smiles with... Her perfectly white teeth highlighted against her blue skin and just sort of very properly looks into the hollow recorder and is looking directly at uh, Barrowin. All right. We'll see you there, I suppose. We're between jobs, so he's willing to hear you out. Oh, that, that is truly wonderful. And you can see that the pleasant smile serve takes a bit more of a predatory look, especially in her eyes, that wasn't quite there before. I guarantee that this contract is very lucrative, and the Zion Consortium is never stingy when it comes to protecting its interests. Unfortunately, my time is rather precious, so I must see to other tasks. I hope you consider this offer, as well as it rewards, and meet with me in Seleucami. And then, very quickly... The image goes out, goes to the spinning snake head, then that drops away. Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the outer rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me on Twitter, Ben, at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Christine, and Cav on Twitter at Twelfth Night. It's 12th night with a K. You can find me, Brandon, on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. Uh, you can find Billy and Kith and Leslie at Leslet GS. And you. Hmm. I have to go back to the. Um, <clears throat> you can talk like a normal person. <laughs> And you can find me at, uh, me, Brit, at Atomic Firebird. We are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, and something else. What was it, Spotify? Yeah. There you go. Ben's adding it in now, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. It feels so good to use, like, personal pronouns, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. After three hours of that. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at the If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the Way. Or donate a coffee to us at ko-fi.com slash the Way. <laughs> And I'm playing Freebo, who's playing Tisk. And I'm Freebo, who's playing Tisklar. <laughs>
getting too bloody meta. This event is happening in mere moments. Nawara, do you play your harp? So, Nawara, do you... Does... <laughs> <laughs> So, when Tesclar consumes this potion, what does it taste like, Gruel? How do I imagine that? <laughs> what does it taste like, Gruel? Cal was not offering a suggestion. The scan was merely stating the character's name. Sorry, we're all good now. <laughs> Billy has returned. No, no, I'm crying. All right. <clears throat> well, that was a thing. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed listening to our Caverns and Crate Dragons intermission episode uh, as much as we enjoyed making it. So uh, next week is our last intermission week before we start Mask of the Pirate Queen. And we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Uh, kind of similar to the start of season two, uh, we are going to have four uh, pieces of content um, show up next week in the feed. So keep an eye out uh, starting on Tuesday, and uh, you should have a little something uh, uh, every day, Tuesday through Friday. 